This is Jason Kristoff for Podcast 86. This is February the 3rd, 2021, and I advise everybody to fill up on these podcasts because eventually they will be taken down. (laughs) There's no way they're going to stay up, especially this podcast. We're going to give you a whole bunch of link sources that will demonstrate to you clearly that the police have been weaponized and brainwashed and mind-controlled to, over time, which we've discussed through many podcasts, it has to be over time to push an agenda. And the agenda in this particular case is having good moral and ethical police officers looking at the public as the enemy domestically. And It's easy to use this form of mind control where the movies and the TV shows are always involved. People really got to understand these TV shows and and the movies are directly involved in most of the beliefs that people carry today. That's That's what the TV shows and movies are there for. And that's why in Canada and the U.S. there's a complete carte blanche on shooting TV shows and movies. They're exempt from all the lockdown measures and all the other social distancing. I mean, I have a personal friend who has about 60 Hollywood movies under his belt, and he's working. And in Toronto, there's movies being shot. They need the movies to roll forward because that's how you control the society you control it through repetitive content and we'll put up in the show notes so everybody can see the mind control documentaries and if you don't really know that you as a human being do not manufacture your behavior through careful considerations of your life options like most people think they believe that they put together their decisions in life independent of other outside forces where the psychology through these documented mind control movies and films will show you clearly the people who rule you know two things. No, they know they control your behavior through what you see and they also know you don't know that. (laughs) You think you manufacture your ideas independently. They know you don't. And because you know, because you don't know, and they know what they know, you're a sitting duck. And that's why you should go and try to watch some of these mind control documentaries. Literally, because if you know how the magician conducts the magic tricks, the magic show fails to impress and fails to draw an audience. This is why it's important for you to educate outside the mainstream channels. You have to self-educate. They also know that if they send you to school where you're literally a receptacle of propaganda, you sit in a desk and you the information flows one way from the teacher and the chalkboard and the books into you, that they condition you over time to be completely dependent where you can't self-direct, you can't self-educate, you cannot self-learn. Not only do you have to do this, not only do you have to self-educate and self-learn and and self-taught, self-teach, you have to go and understand that this is a whole propaganda system just to save yourself from literally what's coming. And so when they try to push their propaganda towards you, if you know a lot of the propaganda techniques, which is just basically repetition, you don't have to get your PhD in psychological behavior modification. You don't. If you see repetitive content in the movies and its themes, it's not Nike shoe. Even though if I put Nike shoes on everybody in the movies, it can convince you to wear Nike shoes, just like in Fight Club, where they put a Starbucks coffee cup inside every scene of Fight Club. That made you go and drink Starbucks. It's not particulars, it's patterns. 
And one of the patterns that we see through film, and it's very easy. They used to have films and TV shows about bad people outside North America or let's just say the United States because this is where a lot of this projectile Hollywood vomit is manufactured. And they honor the movie industry and the TV industry like gods in the United States and therefore around the world, making this problem even more magnified. They used to have movies that there was terrorists in the Middle East. And the reason they do that is they want, they control your thoughts. You think there's terrorists in the Middle East. The real terrorists are the people running the U.S. government who use the U.S. military to go around and kill people and steal their resources. That's what's going on. And you have to drape it in a flag of democracy and freedom. That's what the Hollywood movies are for. And then eventually they started getting toward... The movies and TV shows will just paint anybody as the enemy that they want because people who watch it believe that they, they're not controlled and they are concretely controlled. The big push lately is not only to demonize the police against the public, it's to demonize the public against the police. Do you not see that? I mean, how could it not be more clear defund the police i hate the police but the of course when the police are getting attacked like this they're going to naturally generate some anger and resistance energy themselves but this sort of agenda like i've talked about before repetitive content over decades and decades turning the police against the public it's been going on a long time. Where did it really start? Where, where, where did the movies and the TV shows and the propaganda and, and the radio and the newspaper start to paint people inside your own country as the enemy? Is that's what's going on. You have to prime the police and the military to see the public as the enemy. Where... There's laws that that's, you're not even supposed to come close to that. You can't, you're not allowed to turn the police forces against the very people that fund the police forces. So how do you get there? Well, let's take the Oklahoma City bombing. Who was the, does anybody remember that? Because it sort of, it didn't really start exactly around that time, but it's a good example. So there is this gentleman called Timothy McVeigh. Where's he from? He's from the United States. Who does he attack? He attacks inside the United States as a United States citizen attacking government forces. Now, Timothy, now I'm going to put up a documentary if I can find it because they don't want you to watch these folks. They don't want you to understand these psyops, these psychological operations. Now, Timothy McVeigh, in this documentary, clearly works for the CIA and the FBI, clearly works for the government, has been employed by the government for quite some time. The documentary is called A Noble Lie, and it exposes that, yes, like everything else, 9-11, Oklahoma City bombing, and many, many other fabricated and manufactured events where, yes, people do die. You really got to wrap your head around it, that the people you're working with, and if you don't see it, and if you're afraid to go there, I will tell you that if you are afraid to look at your government as a murdering entity that will kill people to get what it wants the only one of the only reasons people won't look at that is because they already know it they're well aware subconsciously that the government is a murdering entity and that fear that lies just under the waterline makes them turn around and deny it simply because they know if they admit it they could be killed by the very entity, the murdering entity, that they refuse to classify as a murdering entity. Most people are afraid to admit that the government's a criminal organization 
because it is a criminal organization that can kill people at will. That's usually what keeps people in place. If you're afraid of your government to speak and won't speak against your government, it's probably because you already know they murder people. Not because you have any clear facts that they don't. It's usually because you have clear facts that they do. And this is what the psychology is all about, is that the more tyrannical and abusive the controlling force, the less likely you'll speak about it. <laughs> and that's the, that's why they really elevate, that's why they know that people who rule you know that they're going to have to kill, kill a whole bunch of people openly and overtly, say every 40 years, to keep everybody else in line to make sure they never really confront this government that's running around and killing and euthanizing people just like they're doing right now. The government and the media and the medical system and the science system are colluding to literally euthanize seniors where they stand. And if you think, you, if you got the vaccine and you think you're going to be okay, I got some news for you. I got Delor uh, Dr. Dolores Cahill on a video that's going to be in the show notes that will prove to you that if you survive, the next time you come into contact with the most simple infectious agent, you can literally drop dead, which has happened with all other coronavirus vaccines and animal studies. That See, the coronavirus, uh, the coronavirus folks, is said to be the virus that causes the common cold. And if you haven't noticed, they've developed a vaccine for everything, absolutely everything. What should come to your mind is the question of if they got a vaccine for the flu, and that's been out for like 70 years, why don't they have a vaccine for the common cold? That would be a real moneymaker. Well, if you look into it, ladies and gentlemen, you will see they've tried. And what happens when you inject an animal with a COVID vaccine is that they either die right away, which we're getting lots and lots of deaths. And I'll put up some videos about how many people are really dying. I was talking to my mom and dad yesterday, and I said, do you hear of anybody dying from the COVID vaccine? I, I told them I literally get hundreds of emails a day with the documentation that people are dropping dead from this vaccine. And if they're a bit mainstream, even though I don't believe they're going to be getting the vaccine, and they literally said, no, we're, we haven't heard of anybody. That's that's part of this propaganda. The government on the VAERS system in the United States, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reaction uh, Reporting System, sorry, is is loaded with people dropping dead from this vaccine. But of course, the public's not being told. And if you talk to virology experts like uh, Dr. Dolores Cahill, you will well, you will see that she will clearly explain that the COVID vaccine is priming the body to literally just drop dead when exposed to simple pathogens in the future. And it's always been done in animal studies. The, the animals, when injected with the COVID vaccine, when re-exposed to just common pathogens, they just drop dead. That's why there is no COVID vaccine for humans. And because of the emergency declaration orders, that's the only time with the pre-made policies, all these pre-made policies, bingo, bango, bongo, everything falls like dominoes. They made these policies 10 years ago so that you couldn't connect the dots. If they declare an emergency declaration, you don't have to do animal studies. Well, why do you think they wanted to skip animal studies? Because all the other animal studies that they did do for a COVID vaccines, all the animals died. And Dolores Cahill will explain that. So if, I don't even know why, why I really got on that rant. But if we go also back to this propaganda-based reporting and the TV shows and the movies... And we even fold in 10 years ago or 20 years ago, Barack Obama got into an act called the National Defense Authorization Act. And inside there, there was an addressing of something called the Smith-Mundi Act. And that act, for all of American history, said it was illegal to use behavior modification 
on the American public. Now, why? Yeah, of course, why would you even have to write that down? But it was written down. Why it has to be written down, I have no idea. But it was, and it's good that it was. You're not allowed to use behavior modification, psychological manipulation documented and proven to manufacture the beliefs of the people. You're not supposed to use that against your own people. If there's an enemy state, yeah, you can use it. But there are really no enemy states, just areas marked as the enemy by Hollywood so the U.S. Army can go steal all their stuff. But besides that, Barack Obama inside the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act. And there's nothing defensive about it. Inside there, Barack and his puppet masters from uh, over in the UK, these ancient ruling families slipped in that, oh, remarkably, 10 years ago, wherever Barack Obama was in power, he legalized it. Now, it's okay. You can use propaganda against the public really (laughs) no one's picking that up but the truth community picked it up tried to warn people oh where's your tinfoil hat well who's wearing the tinfoil hat now where people are getting mind controlled and behavior modified to go and ask and demand they be poisoned and that's what's great about behavior modification you can make anybody do absolutely everything, knowing that repetitive content hijacks their behavior pathways in their neurological system, while the person who is being hijacked believes they're in full control of their behavior, which they're not. And that's why you have millions of people around the world lining up and literally saying, please poison me, please kill me, I will inject poison into my child. I have not researched this. And that's how behavior is manufactured. The foundational premise of of psychology in regards to human behavior is most people do what they're doing simply because other people are doing it. So you manufacture the other people out of thin air, out of complete and other liaria. You tell you that's why propaganda is very is very dangerous and very effective because you can manufacture what the group is doing out of complete nothingness. You just put it on the TV and you show a line of 20 actors at a vaccine studio, at a vaccine clinic, and you say everybody's getting their vaccine. This will trigger the response and reaction mechanism inside people watching the TV to go out and do the same simply because they want to fit in with the majority. One of the other primary foundations of behavioral modification is people only do what the majority is doing. And you can manufacture that majority out of thin air, out of pure dandelion fluff, out of nothingness, simply by paying, like setting up situations like movies and and news shows, you're paying people to pretend they're going to go get the vaccine and everybody else will follow. That's why it's illegal. It was was illegal till Barack Obama removed that. That's why today, the movies and, and the reason they had the movies and the TV shows mind-controlling people is because it was illegal to propagandize the news. Now it's completely legal which means the news, the TV shows, and the movies are propagandizing the American public all at the same time. So let's get back to the noble lie where Timothy McVeigh, so we're trying to show and demonstrate here that it's very easy to set up a situation where, and it started there, where they're going to mark the citizens as a danger and then you can start the militarization of the police forces inside your own borders against the people because you have a crisis by which you're like we need to have more investigation more spying and more enemy philosophy against our own citizens now timothy mcveigh in this documentary the noble lie you will see that 
guaranteed this man already worked for the government. It was pre-planned. And what's really scary about the noble lie, there's people that knew about the bombing and they they knew about the bombing because they were in on it. They're in on it. And inside the, uh, I can't remember what building it was that was targeted in, in Oklahoma City, but it was a government building. And the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Agency had a an office there. And I believe, as Timothy McVeigh testified at a later date, that that was, pri- that was the primary target. But were you aware when the bomb went off, their office was empty? Were you aware of that? And when they asked why their office was empty through sort of very gray channels and shadowy channels, it was found out that they got a bomb tip uh, tip threat. So why wasn't everybody evacuated, including the daycare that was at the Oklahoma City bombing, uh, the building that was bombed? Why was the daycare, why was anybody in there if the ATF was tipped that there was a bomb to go off that day? And how did they know? Well, the farther up the food chain you go, they don't want to sacrifice themselves. And they don't want to sacrifice the people that are involved in the scam. ATF uh, office completely empty. Daycare full, though. Children died. Because you need children to die in order to really push the fear into the public and have the public demand they be enslaved take away our rights. This can't happen again. But why did it happen in the first place? Of course it shouldn't happen again. People died. It's a massive explosion. Let's get the people that are are doing it. But were they hired by the government? Now, when Timothy McVeigh was caught as the lead suspect, he was speeding through town with his windows wide open, with no license plate on his car, and then triggered a police officer that wasn't really militarized at the time. Think of Barney Fife with that nice little cap, the brim cap, no bulletproof armor, no taser gun, no you know, 14 rounds of ammun- you know, clips of ammunition on the bulletproof vest, no shin guards, no ankle guards, no no weaponized gloves, just the Barney Fife. That's what the police officers used to be before this agenda really started rolling forward. He pu- if you just blew up a building, would you be speeding through town at near twice the speed limit in a car with the windows open with no license plate? Does that not seem suspicious? And if you think that sounds a little suspicious by which he was caught, most of you might remember he was um, put to death. I don't. I think it was by lethal injection. Yeah, okay. So why would, a ma- why would a man kill himself like that? Well, you might not understand that under Oklahoma state law that anybody put to death has to undergo an autopsy. But what do you know when you investigate? There was no autopsy. It was called off by the top brass. So is he really dead? Or did he just play his part in the agenda to weaponize the the police against the public? And where else have we seen this? We've seen this in 9-11, where the public has to be treated like the enemy by the government institutions, the TSA. Everybody has to be looked at as a terrorist. It's not terrorists outside just outside the country. Folks, do you see how this agenda rolls forward? Now, if you, if you think 9-11 was done by, conducted, you know, organized by a man that was living in Afghanistan caves and 18 of his friends that hijacked airlines with box cutters, you're going to have to watch the documentary, if I can find it, called 9-11, A New Pearl Harbor, and you will see concretely again that 9-11 was orchestrated by forces in all go- in many governments, because you can see today that this is very out in the open. 
All the countries are doing the same thing. They're locking people down at the same time, pushing the vaccine at the same time, crashing their economies at the same time, because they're all ruled by the same folks. 9-11 was the same folks with the countries and the flags and their different leaders with different names, all there to masquerade and convince people that there are different countries. There are no different countries. There is inside your brain, but there isn't really behind the veil. Behind the veil, it's all run by one group. And you will see clearly, if you take the time to watch this documentary, 9-11, The New Pearl Harbor, watch it. It's concretely organized by people hiding in our own governments, and not just in the U.S. They wanted to push this so that they could again start treating you like you're the enemy to weaponize the government institutions and the government agencies as looking at the public as the enemy. Bill Clinton was famous for this as well. Bill Clinton, and I'll put up, first of all, I'll prove that Bill Clinton is the head of a a massive cocaine cartel. And is he really the head? No, he's not. He just works in it. He really has nothing. He plays a part. But drugs have always been used as a, a weapon against the public. It was the opium in the opening wars in China where the UK royals took over China. That's why it's not China today that's all attacking of North America, stealing the jobs and trying to control. It's the same white people <laughs> out of the UK masquerading as Chinese people, ra- masquerading as German people, masquerading as, uh, well, there's 59 Commonwealth nations masquerading as so many other people. And their famous, their famous modality by which they hijack people and bring them to their knees is narcotics and psychoactive substances. Coffee's their favorite. Cocaine's another favorite. Bill Clinton running cocaine, okay? And his friends, not just him. It's a huge cartel. And they, they don't like minorities. I've done a whole podcast on this. They don't like minorities, and they love disaster capitalism. Disaster capitalism is like the Oklahoma City bombing. They create the disaster, and then they say, these are the solutions we need. And not only does it satisfy political agendas, all these industries pop up to support the political agenda, which makes them and their friends rich. That's what disaster capitalism is. So let's go back to this ancient way of just destroying people through drug use It's not like a cocaine cartel, just an old method. Oh, it's thousands of years old. They used to use ashish, the Blue Nile uh, lily, whatever psychoactive substance, tea time with the caffeine. The UK royals love the tea time in the Commonwealth nations because caffeine just destroys you. Caffeine is one of their favorite one of their favorite modalities to hijack the brain and dumb it down. It's an, old, it's an old method of hijacking people. So we have the cocaine, and this is a story, I'm going to tell you, by which, again, you weaponize the police against the public. Running cocaine, moving it in to the, moving it in through government channels into the country. And we'll put lots of videos up in the show notes to document, incite all this stuff that the U.S. government's already been caught running cocaine into the country. You don't know that because you don't research. And Bill Clinton has been testified to by the people in his own law firm in Little Rock, Arkansas, that he was moving millions of dollars worth of funds through that law office in regards to running cocaine. Is he running the cocaine? No. Are they? Yeah, they keep some of the money themselves, but they they use money for a lot of their other operations. They don't they don't just go down and party with it. They have long term goals, and you're inside one of those long term goals right now. So they drive the cocaine into the minority neighborhoods on purpose. They don't like minorities. Like I said, I've done a whole podcast on this. They are always attacking the minorities. Perfect group for the disaster capitalism. They don't like the black community because the black community 
I believe through my research are genetically superior in intelligence and in strength. And this group, this weak white Monty Burns from The Simpsons, Joe Biden, Fauci, Bill Gates, you know, Cuomo and Newsom, these, these people are weak white males. And they're easily dominated in the physical realm. And they want to get rid of people who are smarter than them and stronger than them. And that would, to me, is the genetic line that comes out of Africa. So they blow in the cocaine as they use a lot of movies to glamorize cocaine, all part of it, like Scarface. Even in the movie called, a documentary on Netflix called Cracked, I think it was called Crack, Corruption, Criminality, or something like that. Go watch it. And you will see this lady from the black community say a very telling line where she quotes all the movies, Scarface, it was the drug of the rich. And we in the black community couldn't have our cocaine and be like the rich. There's your mimicking effect. There's your copying effect through repetitive messages. Let's do coke with all the cocaine movies because that's why they were put out there for. And she says we couldn't get the coke because we're poor, so we started to do crack. That's all pushed into the black community to start the disaster capitalism. Bill Clinton and all his friends start changing the laws so that they lower the amounts of drugs you got to be caught with to put people in prison. And of course, this is all cheered on by the propaganda, through the propaganda in the news. And, and then people go to jail. They're going to jail for longer. The, the black community, the males are all going to jail. It, it, it causes a massive socioeconomic decay in, in the black communities, which of course is what they want. Bill Clinton and his friends start to build the prisons, private prisons, owned and operated by their friends. There's your disaster capitalism. And they make the prisoners stay longer for the same offenses where they would have been let out years prior. And they, there was a police officer, and it would be a regular beat police officer that you would see in the older movies. He would come to work just in slacks and a blue shirt with a nice brim cap. And all he would have is his billy club and maybe a six-shooter revolver on his side. Not weaponized. And he would walk the beat. He doesn't have the vest on or, or the taser or the mace or all the rounds of ammunition and all the protective gear that makes people look like robocops. How did we get here? Well, this is the story where you're pushed. It's called the lane of traffic technique. One lane at a time, death by a thousand cuts, all organized by the people who rule us. And then you beg for it. Yeah, yeah, we got we to gotta weaponize the police. They got to look at everybody as the enemy. So there was one police officer in, in, a, in a minority neighborhood, crack infested. We know how the crack got there. It wasn't... Ex <laughs> on folks they can shut down airlines they can they can shut down gyms they can shut down um anything they want but all the crack gets through have you noticed that the gyms are closed instantly can't shut down the porn sites though can shut down parlor can't shut down the porn sites can't shut down the child pornography keep that rolling police officers in a minority neighborhood someone comes up and shoots him in the head then, oh, there's Bill Clinton. Now, who shot the guy in the head? I don't know. I haven't investigated that. I'd like to see what happened to that case. Maybe it was organic. Maybe it was. Uh, you know, some, but I will put up a video as well that the United States government and the people that masquerade as your politicians have no problem killing other Americans or anybody else to drive their political agendas. I'll put up a video showing you that they knew the uh, Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor was coming. They didn't do anything of that. There's something called the attack on the USS Liberty. The USS Liberty was a U.S. warship in the Persian Gulf and it was attacked and it was tried to be sunk and there were so many U.S. Uh, seamen killed there 
and but they found out concrete proof. They tried to pin it on Egypt. They wanted to fight with Egypt, I believe, or some other Middle Eastern country. But guess who was the attacking fighters? And the attacking U-boats were from Israel. Oh, you don't know about that. And they were trying to organize, again, one of these events where you are manipulated through propaganda to hate someone you shouldn't be hating and the people that are doing it are your own government so that you turn on a particular enemy and beg for them to go and even the score. And it, this is what they do. This is what I'm talking about. And they used to do that with outside forces. And now they've started to control all the outside forces. So now you're going to get it. You're going to get kicked in the balls. You're going to get smashed in the face. You're going to get punched in the stomach in the exact same way because they're weaponizing the police and the military against the people. So this police officer was shot and killed inside as he sat in his cruiser. And of course, that's terrible. But how about if it was organized by the people who rule us? And then Bill Clinton got on and said, this can't happen. Then there was a militarization of the police forces attacking people, shooting people, arresting people. There's bigger vehicles, bigger guns, uh, more coordinated effort, disaster capitalism, more money flowing to the police, bigger militarization, turning Barney Fife into RoboCop, and then having this whole group philosophy, this whole change of culture where the enemy is now within the borders. We even see that with the movie Songbird. Oh, co coincidentally out for free almost on Netflix where there's a movie called Songbird. I don't even advise you watch it, but it's a complete dystopian virus, BS, liaria-based scenario where, again, the American military and the police forces and the government are fighting their own people. And this is how we get situations where the police are now afraid of the public, the public are afraid of the police, the police are contravening basic charter rights, they're contravening the Constitution here in Canada, and in the U.S. it's the same thing. How did we get here? Are we should be we should we be afraid of the police? Should yeah, well, there's always a couple bad apples. Should the public be should the police be afraid of the public? Yeah, sure, but just a few bad apples, and we have to take it on a person by person basis. We can't vilify all the police officers for the rotten behavior of a few, and the police can't vilify the entire population based on the bad behavior of a few. We can, we got to stop this group psychology where this person's bad or this person's good, and the Democrats are, are <laughs> or, you know, the Republicans are bad, and the Democrats are good. We got, we got to find the people who are bad and get rid of them. Regardless of what suit they wear, or what uniform they wear, or what organization they hide behind, this really has to be pushed out to the public that these events are, have been socially engineered using documented behavior modification psychology to the point where the average person today who works in government sees the public as anything from a complete pain in the ass, a nuisance, all the way up to a complete threat to their employment and them, the public, being required to be euthanized to literally save their paycheck. This is where this has gone. And so this was a very deep and heavy sort of um, podcast, but it's very important that we look, the only way this agenda rolls forward is having the continuation and the perpetuization of mind-controlling government agents to think the public is the enemy. 
that's how this agenda rolls forward. The, the government agents have to be shown conclusive proof that the only enemies they need to be investigating, harassing, ticketing, and jailing are the people in government. There were tickets <clears throat> given out to a 13-year-old in Hamilton for feeding the homeless by the Hamilton Police Force here in Ontario, Canada saying they were breaking social distancing rules, giving out hot soup and blankets in a country where people sleep outside, the homeless sleep outside, in a country, in a province where I live, where it can get down to minus 40 this time of year. And the Hamilton police showed up and gave them tickets. And that alone would have been organized by the higher ranks in the Hamilton police force and being pushed through higher government channels federally or provincially. But what the police don't understand is that in itself is part of the agenda. Who else, who would really not hate the police for doing that? Not many. You're trying to feed the homeless. It's a 13-year-old that's from Quebec, Canada, that has been raising money and getting quite famous for her altruistic agape-like efforts, handing out clothes and food to people well before COVID even hit the ground running. And th that's, the police should never be doing that because it's part of the agenda. Once the public hears that the police have been arresting, harassing, and fining a 13-year-old girl for feeding the homeless so they don't starve or freeze to death outside, the police have walked into that hook, line, and sinker. They're inside the agenda. They're being used as cannon fodder for the people they really need to be investigating. It looks like a shitty, really shitty situation because it is a shitty situation and the people who organized it made the police do it so that people would hate the police. We can't keep falling for this. The police literally have to start protecting us from our own government. And they need to be speaking up against lockdown rules, six-foot distancing, even the existence of the COVID, SARS-CoV-2, because there's no scientific or medical validate any research that validates anything that the government's asking to do asking the public to do. The police have to say, okay, can we have the, the research, the scientific and medical research that validates me finding someone for this mask, shutting down a business, making someone go unemployed, and we're getting asked to fortify these lockdown measures. Where, where's the scientific research that validates any of these? Where's the proof of claim? And in... And it's, all, it's not really about keeping the people getting their paycheck. It's about making sure that the military and the police start to understand clearly that they are pawns, that their enforcement of these rules are designed to make the public turn on the officers because they're, eventually they're going to come out and say all these rules were, um, were invalid. And then there's the hatred that's brewing there, plus all the propaganda in the movies, all the dirty cop. Like, have you ever seen so many dirty cop movies? Go watch any cop show on Netflix, and it's dirty. It's if it's a, a show about police, it's dirty police or dirty government agents, and that conditions people to distrust. It, that's what it's there for. It conditions the people in these positions as well to normalize that kind of behavior and look the other way but it also conditions a distrust movies hollywood movies tv shows newspapers radio they're pitting person against person it's the old divide and conquer sort of agenda where they just pit group after group and if we're fighting each other, we do not realize or recognize that the people who are doing this 
are hiding in the high government positions. Ladies and gentlemen, there are government agents right now, nurses, doctors, and government agencies euthanizing the seniors, murdering the seniors with an untested vaccine. That should be illegal. That is immoral. It's unethical. It's 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 dark and it reeks of savagery. And we are going to need the police and the military to start questioning their own order givers, questioning the institutions, and know that the real criminals are not someone who won't wear a mask because they need to fucking breathe. We have a right to breathe. Rocco Galletti, Canada's top constitutional lawyer, has sued the federal government, has sued all provincial governments in Canada, and has sued the municipality of Toronto and the CBC here, Canadian Brainwashing Corporation, who has never posted an article or video ever questioning the invalid, unscientific, and unmedical COVID liaria-based narrative. And inside Rocco Galletti's charge to the government is we have a right to breathe. We have a right to be mobile. We have a right to pr- uh, provide for our families through work effort. None of, none of what the government is doing is constitutional. It violates our charters of rights, which means it's illegal. And the police and the military have to start Stop looking at the public as the enemy. Start realizing this is a very decades and decades old agenda of turning the government institutions and looking at as the public with a bullseye on them. We are not the enemy. The people organizing this full criminal syndicate, this crime spree, this theft of our businesses, the murdering of our senior citizens, the terrorizing of our children, making them breathe through toxic plastic masks. Start looking at the true criminals. The public are not the criminals. We are all in this together. We're all getting played as pawns. It's time to go after the people that are not in this with us. It's the people in the high bastions of power inside government which are colluding with other ruling families around the world for the biggest wealth and freedom heist ever orchestrated in recorded history. Start turning your guns, your violence, your arrests, your fines, your warrants, and your bullying away from the public and toward the people that are telling you to act in an unethical, unconstitutional, immoral and unjust fashion. Look toward them. Remember your vow to serve the public and remember your vow to uphold either the Constitution um, of the U.S. or or the Charter of Rights here in Canada. Do not violate it. We are people born of this earth. We have natural rights, and those natural rights are given us to, to us by God. There is no level above God. Man is second in, in that hierarchy, and no man on this planet, regardless of group or uniform or disguise, has the right to infringe on the basic freedoms of another human being simply because they're getting a paycheck or that they're giving orders. We have the right to breathe, we have the right to be mobile, and we have the right to care for ourselves and our family. We need to understand that the enemies are not ourselves. It's the vipers in the high bastions of power, the pedophiles, and the criminals in these ancient ruling families Have a look at some of the cited sources to back up the things that I'm saying. Maybe I'll put up the Netflix uh, link as well. Watch that. Understand disaster capitalism. Understand that you've walked into this toxin and indoctrination-based control grid, and they're just trying to firm this control grid up so that you don't have any wiggle room. They want 
the censorship. They want you poisoned so you can't rebel. They want you unable to feed your family so that you have to rely on them for your monetary inputs. And with those monetary inputs, they will send in the poison and the indoctrination and the slavery so you can comply. Get those chains off. Become independent. Get Remove yourself and unplug yourself from this rotten and ugly system as they try to drag us all back in. And I'll give some solutions potentially in the next uh, podcast. I hope that helps some people understand what's really going on. And the focus is always, always learn yourself. Self-educate about propaganda, mind control, and behavior modification. It's based on repetition. If they repeat a lie, people act out lies. All we need to do is start repeating the truth and people will act out truth. You live in a flesh-based lie detector. Your body is a lie detector. If you live out lies, your lie detector will be in pain. If you live out truth, your lie detector will give off only pleasure. And this is what the big danger is, is they continually repeat lies. And that's what disaster capitalism is, is you, your life gets continually and continually more and more shitty. And as your life becomes more and more shitty, they come in and say, we see you have a shitty life. And you say, yes, I do. Can you do something? And then they give you the solution that's going to take away your freedom, take away your money. And they're the one that made your life shitty to begin with. Know that it's a cycle. And this technology can be used for good. It can be used for morality. It can use used to uplift a society. All we need to do is start repeating truth and honesty and morality, and the humans will act it out as easy as they act out the lies. And then our lives will get better. We will rise ourselves up. We will progress. We will evolve, and we be, will become the strongest versions of ourselves. That's where we need to go. And if these vipers of power are never challenged hardcore, and if we don't try to warn the police and the military that their role is to see the public as the enemy, it's going to be good night for everybody. And they're going to get us to scrap it out ourselves. They love, the people who rule us love slave-on-slave slave violence. They, they love for the United States citizens to come out with all their guns and they got a lot of them and the military would come in they love the death they love the death because the more the bigger the crisis the more the opportunity for them to come in with more investment and where do they get the investment from you and if they make you afraid enough you'll give away all your freedoms and all your money just to make it stop but who started it they did that's what they do it's called disaster capitalism start figuring it out that's we'll get into some better solutions or some more concrete solutions in the next podcast again i hope that helped this is jason christoph signing off thank you for listening